Welcome to Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart. I'm V. Vincy, Registered Counselor, Relationship and Family Therapist and Founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. This podcast aims to break down the overwhelm of life and equip you with a toolbox of knowledge, tips and tricks to help you live your best life. This raw, real and unproduced podcast uses audio taken from my weekly live broadcast in the HQCS Community Facebook group. You can find a link to the community in the episode notes. It's free to join. Now let's get started. Hi there. I'm quickly interrupting this podcast because I have something that will interest you. Do you often feel overwhelmed by your emotions? Do you find you constantly worry, fear or assume the worst is about to happen? Are you afraid your habits or behaviour could be impacting those you love? Well, you, my friend, are not alone. Over the years, I have had so many people come to me overwhelmed by the thoughts, feelings and behaviours that have started to consume their minds. It's these people who have inspired me to develop my free Bust Your Blind Spot Bootcamp, a five-day game plan to help you kickstart internal success. It's essentially a five-day online program to get you to reset, refocus and start making positive changes in your life. So if you are serious about taking the necessary steps to finally get off the hamster wheel of life and gain freedom from anxiety and self-sabotage, register for my free Bust Your Blind Spot Bootcamp today. Honestly, this is a game changer. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. And the best part, it's free. Register now. You will find a link to the registration page in the show notes. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Let me begin by saying a big hello because welcome back to our great HQCS community. But I need to do a massive shout out to all our new members. If we have new members on tonight, thank you so much. If you haven't seen the welcome post this week, then check it out. The interest for the Bust Your Blind Spot Bootcamp has been phenomenal. And I am completely humbled by you all becoming a part of our community. So thank you. As always, a big shout out to my main crew who have blindly followed me since the beginning. For those of you who do not know me, I am V Vincy. I am a registered counsellor, relationship and family therapist and founder of Headquarters Counselling Services. I help people pinpoint confusion and chaos so they get clear, calm and confident. I am passionate about delivering good quality mental health well-being in order to avoid mental health problems. Now, I encourage and empower personal growth and progress and my mission is to inspire you to live fully and authentically and tempt you to taste your dreams, even the scary ones. So this community is all about learning and connecting in a way that is far less formal than traditional counselling, but is certainly underpinned by the principles that I work with in my practice every day. You will find every episode is available in the resources section and also on iTunes and Podbean with the Think Smart, Feel Smart, Live Smart podcast, which allows you to skip the bit and just listen to the audio, which we pull out live each week. Head over and subscribe and leave me a review. Now, there are three important things for you to know. The information I provide is solidly backed up by science so that you are not simply getting my opinion. 
Why is this important? Because there is a lot of crap out there. Secondly, the psychology behind what's happening helps you understand yourself more so that you do something different to get a different outcome. And thirdly, this is a new one that I've had to put in for tonight. These are for everyone, whoever's live on now, if you don't know me, and if you're watching this tomorrow or listening later, then this one comes as a special little add-in. Number three, I am direct. Yes, I like to warn people who are new because you see, this group started out with people who were already my clients as a way of helping out with anxiety during the onset of crazy COVID. Most already knew me or knew of me. If you are coming in blind, then hey, I can be a surprise. But can I say one of the things that you will hear from my clients is that whilst I may be direct, I'm never judgy and I'm always compassionate. And I have a little saying for the way I operate. I will hold your heart while I kick your ass. It's a special little one that you're all going to learn to love. Now, because we have had such a big jump in numbers this week, I am going to go over some information that I don't usually. So I'm only going to do it once because then it's on record and you can see it whenever you jump in. The nature of this group means that you are all like a little box of chocolates. We never know what we're getting. Now, I love this because that's the world I live and work in. However, in the online world, it means we are mixing up our chocolates and sometimes that gets messy. So if you are joining us with a lot of anxiety or stress or sadness, then you will benefit the most from starting right back at episode number one, where you, whether you do that by video or by podcast is up to you, but it will help with the tools and strategies for introducing some calm into your life, even though shit is going down. People love the podcast as a way of catching up quickly because you get to listen to my dulcet tones wherever you are. So don't be afraid to go back and start from the beginning. And just to note that if you want to ask questions, just comment on that video because it's going to come up and one of us will answer you. So don't be afraid to join in wherever you're at, not where I'm at. Okay, that's a really big point. Join in where you're at, not where I'm at. Now, if you are jumping in and not in an extremely anxious state and you're happy to ask yourself, what the hell am I doing with myself this year? Then start at this year's episodes, which begin with, so what, now what? For the podcasters, that is episode 34. If you're just jumping in to have a squizzy, then jump in and out whenever you please. You can start right here, right now, tonight. So I've been working in month blocks with my topics this year. So January encompassed everything to do with New Year, New You, where we look at the myth behind New Year's resolutions, but really getting you to look at what you wanted for the year. February saw us move into what I termed falling off the wagon and looked at how easy it is to become overwhelmed and the behaviours that begin to come out when we may not necessarily realise. So cue poor little old me but focusing on really looking at the mindset shifts needed to undertake and put into place the moving parts to achieve the things you want. March opens up a new a month that I will call KISS. Now, if you have been a part of these lies for a while, you will be familiar with that acronym, keep it simple, stupid, said with all the love in the world, so please don't take offence. The first part of KISS, chunk it down. That's what we're looking at tonight. Chunking is a term used in the coaching space and is specifically attached to NLP, which is 
short for Neuro Linguistic Programming. Now, I generally either help people chunk up with the question, what do you want, into bigger, more broad goals, or I get you to chunk down, break down the overwhelm to small, achievable steps. Sometimes it's even both. I've pretty much spent the last two months chunking you up. So now we need to start chunking down. So a very, very brief explanation of NLP, simply in terms of its name, right? So neuro-linguistic program, programming is a really fancy word for an approach to communication, personal development, and forms of psychotherapy. So NLP's creators claim that there is a connection between neurological processes, which is the neuro part of the word, language, which is the linguistic part, and behavioural patterns learned through experience, which is the programming part, and that these can be changed to achieve specific goals in life. Yes. Now, there are a lot of claims made by the creators that centre around being able to treat major problems and disorders in one session. There is no scientific evidence supporting those claims, and in fact, it's been discredited as a pseudoscience in those terms. But what is acknowledged, however, is that the title NLP does in fact have a connection with behaviour in regards to simply CBT. Cognitive is the neuro part. These are our thoughts. Behaviour and programming, well, these are the patterns of behaviour as a result of those thoughts. Linguistic is the area that I use in my therapy with, with clients and I join it to the feeling component. So if you've been with me for a while, you will know that I work on a really simple statement. Shitty thinking leads to a shitty feeling, which leads to a shitty behaviour. I use this because happy people don't come to see me. People generally come to me with the reverse in play. A shitty behaviour means that they've got a shitty feeling, which I know must mean there's a shitty thought floating around in there somewhere. There are two areas where I see people start to become really stuck. One of the areas, especially today, is the language around both our thoughts and feelings. We can often confuse them. So for example, I feel like nobody is listening. Well, actually, that's a thought. You think no one is listening. The feeling most often attached to being unheard is either anger or sadness. Another one, I feel like he's doing it on purpose. Or let's not be gender specific, I feel like she's doing it on purpose or they're doing it on purpose. So that's another thought. You think someone is doing something to you on purpose. The feeling, it's often hurt and sadness, which can leave someone feeling really alone and lonely. Get it? So NLP becomes the study of communication both with yourself and with others. It's a set of tools and techniques but it's so much more than that. It's an attitude and a process of knowing how to achieve your goals and get results. So the part I am interested most for you as usual, the communication with yourself in order to achieve your goals and get different results. Why? Because without understanding and knowing the parts you can't see, how will you know how or what to change? I am often confronted by clients who are completely overwhelmed by emotion. Often the first part of any therapist's job is to help a person gain a sense of emotional stability. 
This often leads the person to feel much better. Great, well done. However, if you have a therapist who says, great, you feel better, you are done, then they are only doing half a job. Their role at this point is to challenge you to go deeper than your feelings and look at your thoughts. In the reverse, this is someone coming in with statements like, the problem is my husband, my wife, my boss, my mother, father, brother, you name it, I've heard it. Using techniques to look at these thoughts and provide perspective is one element. Without challenging the client to go deeper into the feelings is, once again, half a job. Now, in fairness, what are the challenges for both therapists and clients? Really simple, money. Yep, money. Money and health are a catch-22. When you attach a financial rebate to your health, then you stop looking at your health. When you attach health to money, then you unfairly disadvantage quite often the people who need it the most. But here's the kicker. When you don't attach any money, then the outcomes for that person become minimised. What? Yes, minimised. Why? Because without an investment in your health, you are not invested in your health. Now, that's a whole other subject, but it's important to understand. So, back to language. Have you ever tried to communicate with someone who didn't speak your language and they couldn't understand you? The classic example of this is when someone goes out to a restaurant in a foreign country and they think they ordered steak, but when the food shows up, it turns out to be liver stew. Blah. This is the kind of relationship that most of us have with our own unconscious mind. We might think we are ordering up more money or a happy, healthy relationship or peace with our family members and also being able to stick to a healthy diet, but unless that's actually what is showing up, then something is getting lost in the translation. So we've discussed and looked at areas affecting this over the last 12 months. And primarily, this is what the Bust Your Boot Camp, uh, Bust Your Blind Spots Boot Camp is focused on. What's in your unconscious that is affecting your present that you don't even realize? So if you're not registered, jump in and register after the live, of course, because you don't wanna miss me. Anyhow, now, often the easiest thing to change is not our thinking. If it was this simple, then seriously, mental health would not be an industry that exists. You might then think that it would be easier to change a feeling. Nope, that's almost harder than a thought. The easiest thing to change is an action. There is power in the old saying, fake it till you make it. So, a question. How much free time do you have lately? Did that question just make you laugh out loud? Because these days, seriously, we are pulled in so many directions and we have so many demands placed on our personal and professional lives that the idea of free time usually stays just that, an idea. But what if there was a way to bring a higher level of efficiency to our lives, both internally and externally? There is, and it's called chunking. So chunking is the grouping together of information into ideally sized pieces so that they can be used effectively to produce the outcome you want without stress or shutting down. So the reasoning behind the chunking method is that when you have a clear sense of commitment driving your actions, then you will be more driven to do what it takes to succeed. So how does chunking work? 
A major source of stress in our lives comes from the feeling that we have an impossible number of things to do and no time to do them. It's difficult to manage stress when we feel there are far too many tasks to get done. We do things like, no, yeah, hang on, I've got to redo that bit. When we start feeling overwhelmed by what we need to get done, we do things like create to-do lists to feel more organised. But we then become frustrated by the sheer amount of things on the list before we even start tackling them. So this often leads to the attempt to multitask, which, go back a few episodes, doesn't exist. It is a myth. What happens is that we fracture our attention and we start to switch tasks. Okay, so we'll often take an objective and pull it apart into a million pieces or we tie it all together into one big whole chunk. So, for example, if you take a project and you do the whole thing at once, you're going to be overwhelmed. But the same in reverse, if you take a task and break it into too many small steps, it's equally overwhelming and frustrating. So no matter how skilled you are at handling multiple details, most people can only focus on a limited number of things at one time. When most people are learning, they tend to remember things that are grouped into threes. So anything above three chunks becomes too much for us to remember. Chunking takes advantage of our brain's natural tendency to see patterns and to organize and group information. Now, when you're not stressed, you're going to be able to handle maybe a few things more than three chunks of time. But we all know, if you're here, something's going on and so you need a little bit more mental space. We're going to try and make some space. When people don't reach their goals, it's not often because they're, of their lack of ability or even lack of willpaper, willpower to accomplish, to accomplish it. It's because of the way they're focusing on the number of items rather than the way they're chunking them. So by taking all that, um, is coming when it's all coming at you, if you put it into ideal sized groups, your mind can more easily handle it. Whether we think in big chunks or little chunks, like everything else, is a matter of nature and nurture. There is no fundamental difference between people who tend to think in big chunks and people who tend to chunk down into small. It's just preference. But our preference determines whether we automatically chunk up or down and can be revealed in the types of questions we ask ourselves. So think about when you're stressed. What do you say to yourself? Some of the examples are, how does this fit into what I want to achieve? That is a question that chunks up. So for the opposite, how does this affect the way I behave? takes you down to detail. Now, just to throw a spanner in the works, you can chunk sideways. Some people will do some, do sideways. So what they tend to say is, where have I done this before? What did I do last time? What's similar? That's a sideways chunk, okay? What that will help you do is determine what did I do before? It's basically gonna tell you whether you're gonna chunk up or chunk down. You're not gonna know that at the time because that shit just flies over your head. You're never gonna know that. This is why it's important to look at it now so that when you're not super stressed, hopefully, you can start to go, oh, what do I do? Do I chunk up or do I chunk down? So it's really useful to, to develop an awareness of yours and others' preferences and to practice up, down and sideways chunking. But initially, I want you to focus on identifying yours. Do you chunk up or down? 
Why? Because when conflicts arise, an essential technique is to chunk up in order to find common ground. So, for example, couples come in and they are stuck in the arguing tactics. Things like the toothpaste lid. You'd be surprised how often that little beauty comes up. Now, this sequence is also a key part for resolving personal internal conflict. That is when an individual wants two things that seem to be mutually exclusive. A common example of these conflicting wants is, is career and family. You want to progress at work, but you also want to spend more time with family. Chunking up will see you look at what you get from both of them. Okay, so career gets me money, which gets me freedom, which gets me fulfillment. We've gone up. Family gets me a sense of belonging, which gets me comfort, which gets me fulfillment. So recognizing that both of the conflicting parts ultimately get the same thing for you, they begin to be able to coexist. And so that way, whichever one you're pursuing at any moment, you're always moving towards a common goal. So you don't end up having this inner conflict inside that's telling you one is taking you away from the other. They're both important for you personally. Your time around them, that's just a tactic. That's okay. The tactics are very rarely the thing that keep us stuck. It's our thinking around the bigger picture that we aren't clear about. That's what keeps us stuck in the tactics and we get stuck on those bits. So how do you use it? Chunking it down has a few basic com uh, components, all right? So three things, capturing, that means we're going to capture information. Uh, finding commonalities. What's common about the opposing things we're trying to chunk down? And unlocking your purpose. Right, number one, start by capturing. So to begin the chunking process, you must get the ideas out of your head and onto paper or into a computer or a mobile, whatever. Anywhere you can record your thoughts. This process is called capturing. Keeping everything locked up in your mind is just another way to add stress to your life. You need to adopt a routine or habit of documenting the things you want or need to accomplish or seriously, just have a diary where you get that shit out of your head. Human beings are able to focus on a limited number of things or tasks at once and choosing your focus is a necessity if you want to accomplish anything. Consider this stage as a dumping ground for your thoughts. Number two, look for commonalities. So now that you've captured the things that are a must for you to accomplish, the next step is chunking in the chunking method is to look for things that are in common. So what items relate? So if we make this really basic, because nobody will, very few people have on their list of things to do, uh, find myself, right? That's not a list that people have, although I'm really hoping that we're going to start that list soon. But what we tend to see on lists is, pick up the kids from school, uh, go to Coles, uh, ring the financial advisor, ring the bank, I don't know, whatever. There's a whole stack of stuff. There's a whole shit ton of it. What we want to do is look at what items you can group together. Okay, so you can chunk them into the list that correspond to the, some of the big areas of life. When I'm working with people, I always chunk it down to five main areas. Self, career, friends, family, kids, partner, okay? So in my little notes here, I've got health, 
wealth, relationship, self, work, career, education, or your mission. Some people just have a mission that they're working towards, finances, and even spirituality. All right, you can use any of them that you like. So, for example, you might want to work on connecting more with a romantic partner. Let's take this up a level and not just worry about putting finances together and shopping together, okay? Or perhaps you neglected to get in touch with a friend you've been thinking of and you've got it, you've got her on your list, must catch up with Jenny or must call Jenny. Or maybe you have a family function to get ready for among a ton of other things that you have to do, but you do have to do it. Those items could all fall under a general area of relationships and they can be grouped together with the chunking method. Now, there may be 10 or 15 bloody tasks that would be in there to, to, for you to do that are overwhelming have now been chunked into four or five easy to manage groups and you would be surprised how simple this technique is when you start to master it. Now, number three. Relate it to your purpose. So relating your list to the ultimate purpose is essential. Now that you've used the chunking method to group things together, it's easier to see what result you actually desire. If this is all about family and you've got to speak to Jenny and you've got to do something with the family and you've got to, you want to spend more time with your husband or your partner and nurture your relationship, then you know what? relationships is the thing and maybe that's what's taking up the biggest part of your mental space and it might be where you need to put a little bit of effort that's okay because to sustain and nourish your relationships can just decrease your stress levels that's your purpose then all of a sudden you know you know what I just need to spend a bit of time doing this and all of a sudden you're going to feel better and instead of the needing to check the items off the list you'll feel more productive and less stressed simply because you're not making excuses for them anymore. You've just accepted, well, you know what, that's what I'm going to do. So when you start thinking of your to-dos as a cluster, you'll keep stress at bay and you'll learn to focus on the greater goals rather than getting stuck and overwhelmed with the minute details. Why? Because you'll start to feel more inspired rather than forced to follow through. And when you feel inspired, you'll come up with a more effective action plan to get you there. And the byproduct of that, you're going to like who you are. You're going to feel better. That's it for me. Now, there is one more step that you need to do with this because it's okay to think it, it's okay to write it, and it's even okay to group it. But without action, you get nada. So Tony Robbins says, Rewards come in action, not in discussion. Top business leaders or athletes know that making lists and chunking tasks can only get you so far. To see real results, you must take decisive action. So if you have turned your shoulds into musts by relating your list back to your purpose, you'll unlock a laser focus on your goals. You need to eliminate some of your distractions like your phone or social media and email. Not forever just for a time period. And you know what? Start looking at can you delegate? Delegate tasks that you that don't get you closer to your goal. Because if your goal is spend time and nurture with the family, then you might you might have to get rid of something that's going to take you away from that goal rather than towards it. If you need to have a freshen up on that, go back to choice point that talks about our towards and away goals. 
So that's part of the big chunking up process. Um, okay, focus is the ultimate power that can change the way we think, the way we feel and what we do in any moment. Here is an energy and focus exercise to set and achieve your goals. I want you to answer these four questions to the best of your ability to start the process of focusing on what you want. What is something that you want to accomplish in the next six months? Why must you achieve it no matter what? What is one small action you can take right now to get started? And what are some three and six months goals that you can set to hold yourself accountable? Now, a way I do this is a really simple 12-week spreadsheet. Remember, I don't tell you to do nothing that I haven't done myself. I know, a spreadsheet with no numbers. If any of you know me personally, or honestly, even as a client, you will know that I don't do math. I am terrible at it, but I'm really good at spreadsheets. So the spreadsheet is literally a 12-week template. What's the goals? Broken down into quarters, broken down into tactics of how I'm going to achieve it. Keep it somewhere visible over the next six months. Mine's just open on my desktop, basically. So focus on the results you are committed to daily and you'll find yourself consistently moving toward the result you are after. And you know what? You tend to accomplish them much faster than you expected. Now, remember, I am not your motivational tactics girl. This is not to distract you from the ultimate goal of knowing yourself better. It is to help you focus on what you want in your life in the future, in the next six months, in the next three months, and help you set a path to achieve it. So if you want me to provide you with a template of this spreadsheet, comment on this video. And I cannot see any of the comments. So if they are there, I will check after. And I will add it to the resources. What I want to know, though, what are you wanting to add to your life? Go deeper than happy. Think about why you show up here each week or why you watch the replay or listen to the podcast. What is it that you come for? A post will be up later tonight asking you, what are you wanting to add to your life? Don't underestimate the power of this group, especially as it is growing. When you get a collective mindset of change and um, companionship, then change is what you will get. You can help each other. Don't forget to register for the Bust Your Blind Spots if you haven't already, and I will see you next week. I'm terribly sorry that I can't answer any questions here because my gremlins have hit, but as usual, post any questions in there. We will answer them later tonight or probably tomorrow morning now. Um, but thanks for joining us. Love your work. I will see you next week. Bye.